You're listening to the NLP Masterclass Podcast, presented by NLP Master Trainers, Tina Taylor and Steve Crabb. Hi, I'm Tina Taylor. Now, if I asked you to imagine a dog just there in front of you, what kind of dog do you see? Is it a dog you've owned? A dog you know? Is it big? Life-size? What colour is it? Can you see it from the back? From the front? From the side? Is it all one colour? How clearly can you see it? Now some people will see the dog perfectly. It will be clear, they will notice colour, size and everything about the pooch. Others will have a very poor image. They'll say it's not clear or they can barely make it out. And others will say, I can't see it. No matter how hard they try, they'll tell you they can't imagine it. They can't see it. Now, if you ask these people about a dog that they know, they'll describe it to you. And some may still tell you, but I don't see it. Now, these people are amazed when they find out that they have the ability to picture things in their mind's eye and that so many others can actually do this and not only see it in their mind but change it too. They're astonished when they discover that their ability to picture visual imagery is different from other people. We all have and use visual imagery in our day-to-day lives, such as remembering the past, finding your way home, recognising someone's face. For you to do this, there is a way for you to compare what's in your imagination and what's visible to you in the real world. People who say they don't see these images tend to say that while they can remember things, they don't experience these memories in the same way as someone with clear, strong imagery. They may even say that it's a concept rather than an image or a movie running in their mind. Research has suggested that this may be a case of poor introspection. And these people do have the same images in their mind, but it's their description that differs. Other people say they're just not conscious of them. Many elite athletes use visualisation as part of their training for competitions. Using these techniques, not only to cultivate a competitive edge, but also for mental awareness and a heightened sense of well-being and confidence. 
And it's not only athletes that are using visualisation techniques. Some of the world's most influential and successful people are practising visualisation to realise their dreams and their goals. Visualisation has other names too, like guided imagery and mental rehearsal. Such techniques can maximise the effectiveness of your success. Research has shown that both physical and psychological reactions can be improved with visualisation and that repeated imagery can build both experience and confidence in your ability to perform in a variety of situations. Now, your ability to use these techniques depend on how well you can visualise your future. Over the years, one of the most frequent statements I hear from my students and clients is that they do not visualise. They can't, don't see pictures in their mind. And yet, just as we use all our senses to experience the world, we also use them to think. When remembering where we park the car, with our keys, etc., there will be a visual element to this. That element may be so fast, automated, that we cease to notice, but it's still there at some level. Apparently, we spend about 50% of our time daydreaming. Even when we're preoccupied with work and other tasks, our mind is also aware of everything going on around us. Sights, sounds, smells, etc. This input triggers various responses from our subconscious mind, which results in various memories, thoughts that run through our mind as images. We are all creating images in our mind throughout the day and night when we sleep. There are those who say they definitely do not have any images in their mind. They may even say they don't dream, yet sleep researchers assure us that we have numerous separate dreams each night. By practicing visualization exercises, you can learn how to become more aware of the images created in your mind and also make those images in your mind much clearer and easier to see. There is evidence from Dr. Win Wenger's studies to show that by practicing visualization exercises each day, you can increase your memory, creativity, reading speed, as well as your IQ. Check out www.winwenger.com for more information on Dr. Wenger's work. Meanwhile, here's an exercise to help improve your visualisation. Get pen and paper, make yourself comfortable. Look around the room you're in. Focus on an area of the room. Write a description of that area using sensory rich language. Mention colours, textures, forms and positions of the items. For example, The walls are a smooth cream colour. There's a window with a radiator underneath. The radiator is a chocolate colour and you can feel the warmth irradiating from it. On the windowsill there's a photograph of two small children. A young boy is cuddling his brand new baby brother. 
As you look at this picture, you can feel the emotion of the moment. There are two bookcases each side of the window, full of books, classical stories mingling with new masterpieces. Imagine the owner of these spending hours inside the covers of these books. On top of the bookcases, there are toys. There is a toy pirate ship, complete with pirates and booty, as well as a Lego spaceship, which has been beautifully put together. Both pieces have been placed at a jaunty angle in the middle of the bookcase. On the walls are colourful works of art, abstract paintings, that when you look at them, you can see so many different shapes and textures. Now, write another description, this time using abstract information. For example, there are pictures on the wall and windowsill. There's a radiator underneath the window, two bookcases with ornaments on the bookcases. When you review these two descriptions, which one is more interesting and compelling? The multi-sensory description builds up neuro-connections between your senses and helps bring your visualisation to your conscious awareness. Now, the best way to enhance our ability to visualise is to describe what we are aware of out loud, either to another person or record what you're saying. Nowadays, most smartphones and tablets have a voice recorder, so this is a simple process. So for the next exercise, think of an event that you enjoyed, and as you remember the event, describe it out loud using sensory-rich language. Imagine you're talking to a friend and want to paint a strong picture for them as possible. Practice this exercise daily for the next week. This will help enhance your powers of observation as well. So after you've done that for a week, the next element to improving your ability to visualise is for you to describe what isn't there. This can be done with another person listening to you or by you recording your thoughts. Remember, it's important for you to speak this out loud. Make yourself comfortable. Begin to breathe deeply and slowly. Fill your lungs completely. Hold your breath for a moment and then exhale. Notice what part of you feels the most comfortable. Imagine that comfortable feeling beginning to spread all over your body while you continue focusing on your breathing imagery comes much easier when you're relaxed. Close your eyes. Notice what you're aware of and comment. Now you're not supposed to see anything in particular. You may begin with shadows, darkness, a suggestion of colour, shapes, whatever it is, comment and describe what you're aware of. Even if the image flickers for a moment and then disappears, you can still describe this. It's also okay 
for you to enhance a description as long as you're giving your imagery more substance. This can kickstart your thoughts. Now complete this for 10 minutes every day. Now there may be a silver lining to people not having such clear imagery. Overactive visual imagery is thought to play a role in addictions and cravings, as well as the development of anxiety disorders and post-traumatic stress disorder. It may be that the inability to visualise clearly anchors people in the present. Hmm, there's a thought. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode of the NLP Masterclass podcast, please subscribe and connect with us on www.nlpmasterclass.co.uk. Please like and share. Thanks for listening. See you on the next episode.